Hello, this is uh, Matt Showalter here. I'm uh, sitting here with Merle Nisley, uh, and we're doing the follow-up from session one of our missions uh, week here at uh, Rosedale Bible College. It's been a we had a really good start to our missions meetings this morning. If you haven't uh, had a chance to hear Merle's uh, first session, you can check that out uh, already. A session one, and uh, this conversation here with Merle today is just kind of a follow-up from that. And uh, welcome, Merle. It's, uh, Thank it's you. great to have you here. It's great to be here. You said at the outset of your talk this morning that uh, you've been doing this a while. And that's true. As a young man, you moved to Northern Ontario and have been working there among First Nations people ever since. I'd love for you to just share a little bit more about kind of your journey in that, how you, how you ended up there and uh, uh, what's kept you going. All these years. <laughs> well, those are those are questions that could turn into an hour long conversation, but I'll I won't let it won't let it happen. Well, we do have a while. Okay. But... <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was an adventure seeker as a young man. My family did not have a high value on further education. And so there wasn't much conversation about whether I would go on from high school to, to a college or a university. Um, and I, and because I guess because it wasn't a lot of conversation, I didn't think about a lot, but one thing that there was more conversation about was the idea of voluntary service Mm. and also uh, with that, that was sort of the tail end of the draft uh, system and the 1W uh, classification for conscientious objectors. So those those things kind of in combination made a lot of us young men uh, more aware of the possibility of, of uh, doing voluntary service and, um, if necessary, get credit for it as having served in the one W uh, classification, um, alternative service kind of thing. So um, I was kind of in that mindset and uh, a, a very, a very uh, immature Christian, uh, not, well, just, yeah, I'll leave it there for now. <laughs> and the idea of, of, um, I had I had always had a lot of interest in in stories about the North, books, uh, novels, um, history about Northern life, Alaska, and and the Arctic, and different things like that. So I had a I had an interest in those things. And after high school, I was working on a construction crew where a coworker had a relative who worked in Red Lake and one of one of the main conversations we had on this construction crew was hunting and fishing stories mm. and he began to tell me about the amazing fishing in northwestern ontario and so all of these things kind of combined to make me think along with the idea that I was sort of ready to move out of our house and and do something different um that 
Wow, that sounds like an adventurous place to go do this combination, maybe a voluntary service and 1W service. Mm -hmm. So those were the seed thoughts that kind of started me on that direction. And I applied and was turned down. Really? So the first time you applied, you were turned down? Yes. <laughs> yes. And and so I I applied with a different Mennonite. Do you know why they? Do you know why they turned you down the first? I found out later that um, that they had a lot of applicants, and so mm. um, the church I was from wasn't particularly high on their on the in the group of churches they sure. were choosing people from. Yeah, and so um, so I was turned down, and it. It apparently didn't have anything to do with me personally yeah. so much, but uh, they were probably wise. <laughs> I mean, maybe they, maybe, maybe they were smarter than I thought. <laughs> so I almost ended up, um, actually was on my way to Sequoia National Forest to be in an ecology program that okay. another mission board was doing. And so it was, it's, it's, it's an interesting sort of a long story, but... Back and forth, uh, the other program got canceled about two weeks before I was to leave to go on it. And in the meantime, I had reconnected with this. And I ended up going there volunteering for two years. That's how I started. And what what sort of things were you doing? Um, at, at first, I was assigned to be a maintenance worker at, a, at Poplar Hill Residential School. Mm. And so I actually ended up spending three school years as a maintenance worker at an Indian residential school, which at this point in time is a very controversial and it it's another whole part of my story that I'll address a little bit on Friday morning, but that's part of it. And it was during my time at the school that I began to really want a very different relationship with these people and I began to, uh, Rita and I, well, we got married before our third school year, before mm. the third of those sco three school years. Okay. And so I, we really wanted, we felt really drawn to that people group, and but really wanted a different relationship than the institutional approach. Interesting. So, that transitioned into a church planting uh, assignment, and um, that and that's where the long term relationship really began and developed. Yeah. So, is it safe to say that sort of kind of the adventure of it kind of took you there, but then the Lord really gave you a, a just a, a desire to connect that's, with with the people that. You got to know there. The Lord did a, 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 some really amazing things from many different angles. I'm I'm amazed that He seemed to pay that much attention to to that story, but He does that for you and others as well. Yeah. But uh, so it was a it was a major time of renewal of my own, or uh, of being reborn myself in. Mm -hmm in relationship to God 
and then at the same time uh, this desire and assignment with this people group uh, it f some days it felt like an assignment other times it felt like a sentence a sentence but but <laughs> but i've i yeah it's it it's the place it, it's the people group and it's the 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 kind of ministry that has just i haven't gotten different instructions yet so mm -hmm. that's sort of been my our mode of of decision making is apply ourselves to it until we get different instructions. You said something that really caught my attention this morning in your talk. You said, in terms of in, t in thinking about mission strategy, you said that uh, one of the sort of mistakes that we make is to go in with an attitude of, I've got to bring you to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And you went on to say that's really kind of the worst kind of communication strategy. Uh, I think I know where you're going with that, but I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about sort of how do we not do this as as uh, people who are endeavoring to you know bring the gospel to people or endeavoring to sort of um, to do the work of the kingdom. It, how do we avoid that communication strategy? I sometimes overstate things and I sometimes make it sound like it's a, a statement that fits every situation. And, and that's one of those that there are ways in which we inspire people by who we are and where we are. But there, to me, I like to make the distinction between where I am, um, I, I hope that that life message or where I am inspires you to change. Not, I don't want to communicate that you've got to come to where I am before you can move toward God. I, I hope that where I am, the message uh, verbally and, and by life inspires you to move toward God together with me. Uh, rather than first come to where I am, and then you'll be prepared to move toward what God has in mind. The one, I guess the one approach is more of a, like, I've got it all together, and you need to get to where I'm at, mm -hmm. versus let's both sort of seek Jesus together. Yes, I think that's that puts it well, too. And And I think one of the main lessons I've learned is that, is that, my efforts, my attempt to partner with God in touching other people transforms me. And and the transformation that's going on in, in me is equally significant. It's, it's equally to be uh, appreciated or, or it's equally significant in what God intends to do and, and what, how I view things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was also sort of um, struck by your one statement about uh, sort of absorbing versus versus hearing, mm -hmm. and uh, how we can we can so often, um, you know, think we've communicated with someone, 
and the message that they have absorbed is actually quite a bit different than what we think we've been saying or telling them. Yes. And uh, I was just struck by that. Well, that can be illustrated in many different ways. And I, I've, I think it's tomorrow evening that I, that I have a really, a story that really struck me powerfully when someone else heard something from me that I did not intend. But part of the absorbing idea is I've just realized how much over the years, how much I absorbed in my life, especially as a child, listening to different teachings and versions of the gospel or versions of how people describe things. I absorb so much and I act on that. It, uh, we absorb so much uh, unconsciously and not nearly as much consciously as we think we do, I think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, thinking about my kids, like I, so much so much of what my kids, like I, they catch more, how, what is the saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's caught, not taught. Yeah, that's another um, way of talking, saying the same thing. Sort of that, that whole yeah. principle. Uh, well, Merle, it's, it's just great to have you here. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next uh, number of sessions. Uh, this evening, we're going to have uh, session two, and we'll get that out um, on uh, as a podcast here. Um, and then we'll be doing these sort of follow-up sessions after each. Uh, Merle's going to have four sessions totally with us here at Rosedale Bible College. And uh, this is the first of those sessions that we've kind of been rehashing a little bit. And we'll do this after each of the sessions. Thanks for listening. We'll hopefully catch you again here after uh, some of the other sessions as we go through this week. So, Merle, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Matt. We'll catch you later.